And welcome back to Blake's Takes, everyone. Thank you again for joining us for another episode. As always with me, my co-host, Garrett. Hey, guys. And today we are going to review what, Garrett? Blue Beetle, baby. Blue Beetle. Let's talk about it because I'm sure other people are not, according to those box office numbers, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. It was expected, but yeah. Um, okay, so Blue Beetle, uh, the technically first movie in the DCU. I literally don't even try to keep track anymore. <laughs> I, so, I, don't, I don't even try. Well, it was made for the DCEU, mm. and I think they're just rolling it into the DCU now. Yeah. So this is technically the first introduction to the DCU um, that was not planned at all for that. So, I mean, that's just DC for you. To be honest, I mean, it has like no attachment to any other thing. No, so, it feels so very it, standalone. Yeah, so it could very easily yeah. be whatever they want it to be. That's true. So that's a good point because it does feel very standalone, which I think is a good thing, mm. especially in times that it's in right now. I mean, who knows what they sort of cut out of the movie to make it feel more standalone? Yeah, as not like a part they could have had DC. a cameo or right, something. Or right. yeah, yeah. Um, but initial reactions on Blue Beetle. I think it's a solid three and a half stars. Uh, it's a fun family movie. And yeah. it's a movie that's definitely very formulated. Uh, the villain, I think, is probably the weakest part of the movie, the antagonist. Yes. But overall, I think that that strong family bond. You fucker. <laughs> My phone went off. <laughs> okay. Anyways. But I think that strong family bond is what really holds this movie together. Yeah. And some of the performances and... Uh, comedic roles like George Lopez, obviously. Mm. Uh, but I'd say a solid, you know, three and a half stars. I, I honestly, I'm, I was like right in agreement with you there. Like, yeah. part of me wanted to give it like four stars, but I'm just like, I was nothing's like that, pushing it to yeah, that. Nah, no, it felt no. like too high. It felt yeah, too high. Yeah. Um, but it was just kind of you know an overall fun yeah. watch, solid movie. Definitely, I feel like it's one of the better projects to come out of DC. Honestly. In recent years, yes, yes, I would say so. And personally, I love Blue Beetle's like power set and power everything. Sets are dope. It's I, I literally remember like he was definitely my go-to character in Injustice Two. Uh huh. It was Blue Beetle. That power set was just too dope. All those, all those combo moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, he's he's a cool character yeah. for sure. And yeah, it just kind of sucks that it is coming out in the time that it is. Because like, not only do you have what's been happening with DC. And like, oh, is this, you know, people questioning, well, what is this a part of? DCEU, DCU, who knows? And then not only that, but you also have the writers and the actor strike going on. So Mm -hmm. they can't even talk about their movies right now. Nope. Imagine, you know, putting that hard work, filming this movie, all the writers too, you know, all the post-production, all the years that went into it, and you can't even promote your own fucking movie. Bro, it's not like the fucking writers are happy about it either. Like, I mean, yeah, they put in all this work and they can't even like reap the benefits. Mm -hmm. I mean... I don't know. It's just, and it sucks too because this character is not very popular. Right. So, right. It needed like a lot of promotion and stuff for yeah. people to, you know, actually like be like, oh, this is a DC, this is a new superhero. Right. Let's go see this in theaters. And with all this shit going on, it didn't even matter. Yeah. It sucks. Cause like not only is this, you know, a very new character for DC movie world, but, you know, it's also the first uh, DC uh, Latino superhero as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's coming out at a bad time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And what sucks too with it, like not grossing that much money, is I feel like this is how DC fans are, bro. They complain about, you know, not getting what they want, maybe not getting the movies, uh, uh, characters that they want made, and they never show up to the fucking movies. You know, everything just bombs. See, and but, they're, they're, they're great at Twitter finger, 
but they're not at going, great at going to the theaters. I don't think they're to blame at this point. I think you don't think the fans are to blame any any bit. Nope, I don't because DC because they've just torn DC everything away. From has us. ruined their fucking reputation. Warner Brothers has yep. ruined DC's reputation. They've ruined it. Yeah. So it's like you can't be mad at us after ten years of disappointment. <sighs> See what I'm saying? You can't, yeah. especially you, in the middle of this whole you reboot. You can't keep dropping the ball, dropping the ball, dropping the ball, and then expect people to be so excited to go see a superhero that they might have not even heard of. But you got to support. Like, I just I, feel bad for the everyone who's worked on the movie. I understand your perspective, but yeah. f- fans don't see it like that. Not and to mention, also, yeah, not to mention it's going to be on fucking max in right. 30 days. Right. So they're like, oh, why am I going to go to the theater? I can just watch it at home in 30 yeah. days. They don't care. Just sucks. That's their own. That's their own damn fault for putting it on on streaming so soon. So I a hundred percent put that on Warner Brothers for making right. for like ruining the box office success. And then yeah, obviously the writer strike. Yeah, writers and actor strike. Yeah, crazy. Look, it's only opening weekend, but it opened at twenty five million domestically, um, forty three million as a total for globally. That's horrible. It's bad. That's bad. But you know the budget on this one. 104 million. Okay, so it's not. What's the budget? Yeah, that's low. That's actually, actually a good was budget it, for a with, superhero movie. With the amount of CGI and shit, yeah. I thought it was going to be higher. No, and the, and the visual effects were pretty good. They were. I didn't no, have a problem I had with them. No problem with no. the visual effects. I thought no. they looked good. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty solid budget for the superhero movies we see these days. Yeah. I mean, Flash had what, $250 million budget? Did not need that. Did not. Secret Invasion, $212 million budget. And they both look worse, in my opinion. Correct. So, so that's good to know. That's that's good to see that that you know I really had no issues with the visual effects. Mm. What were the what were the things you liked about this movie initially? Well, I'm keep going back to that family, just the whole family theme of this movie. Yeah, no, the family aspect was probably like yeah. the strongest thing in this. Definitely movie. the strongest because I feel like when it comes to superheroes, you may not get that strong family connection, that strong family bond as as much as you would like to. Because think about it, you know. The biggest thing with superheroes is that there has to be a big sacrifice, you know, yeah. something to lose or, you know, to gain something. And a lot of that does, ha- you know, involve someone that's close to them. Yeah. So it was really nice to see. And I mean, you know, the closer you water people, the more threat they're going to be. Right, in. right, right. And I mean, there is definitely a loss in this movie and a sacrifice that is made. But like still, this is such a strong family bond that you usually don't see. In superhero movies, I feel like. Nah, it's more like it's more like, you know, they're the lone wolf, they gotta do it on their own, mm-hmm. that that kind yeah. of thing. Like when you got Batman, Superman. I mean, like Superman has like Lobus Lane and shit, but that's about his I wouldn't exactly call that a family. That's more of just like a love interest. He's got his mom that's very heavy. See, but I feel but he doesn't like I feel like he doesn't see his mom all that often. It's, it's not like he's always he's, flying around fucking saving it, the world. Exactly. Yeah. So what else did I like? What else did I like? I like the city. Okay. Uh what was it called? Um Palmyra City. Yeah. Uh, did it remind you of a city? Because I know it's a fictional city, and originally in the comics, um, it takes place in El Paso, Texas. Yeah. You know, that's where Blue Beetle's character is from, his origin and everything. Uh, but they decided to move away to that to do a fictional um, city to kind of give him like his own, you know, metropolis, his own Gotham. Yeah, which honestly, yeah, I didn't even think anything of it either because like this being DC, they always have right. their own like yeah. fictional city. So I was like, okay, cool. Which is interesting because that's the one thing that they switched in Shazam. They went from a fictional city to doing it in Philadelphia. Interesting. Yeah. 
to make it more like grounded. Yeah. Um, but no, I did like the city. Uh, what do you, do you have a city that it, it reminded you of? Like a real city? Yeah. Oh, like because you know Gotham. I guess I don't know. Did Gotham, you? Oh, did you know? Did you think it was funny? He was wearing a Gotham was. University shirt. Gotham Law University. Or Gotham Law. Yes, yeah. I was yes. like, okay. When I first saw that, I was like, bro, who the fuck is going to Gotham right? to go to school? <laughs> yeah. Gotham's like a crime shithole. Yeah. Who wants to go there? Uh, not me. But um, uh, of a real city, it didn't really remind me anything. But it reminded me of Miami. Oh, I was good. Cause you didn't get that feeling. To be honest, it kind of reminded me of Nueva York and spider-verse low-key yeah 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 Yeah, it did have that because it was definitely way more high-tech than your typical yeah modern city today Uh but it also had you know like you know all the palm trees and the like the keys area and Uh all that so it reminded me of miami okay what else did i like george lopez oh yeah george lopez yeah big w for blue beetle for sure Uh uh-huh uh honestly i wonder like how much less i would have liked this movie without without george no i absolutely agree because I didn't know how much time we were going to get of him. We He was a big part of this movie. I'm glad he was like part. a main character. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he just shows you why, you know, we were all tuned into George Lopez at 3 a.m. on Nick at night, you know, Fucking staying great, up man. late, Love waking him. up to that damn intro. But nah, he was great. And like, I thought he added a great, uh, obviously comedic effect to the movie, but he also has some great emotional scenes with Jaime. Yeah, he did. What did you like about Blue Beetle? Um, well, everything that you just said, basically, uh, but also, um, one thing that I did like is I did like the fight scenes in this movie. Okay. I, I thought they were good. Um, and like we said earlier, the CGI in this movie was yeah. also very good, especially on the budget. Now that you mentioned that, right. But, um, cause I thought they made great use of like the armor's versatility and like mm-hmm. the different weapons that it can make and everything. So, um, I don't know. I just thought it showed the armor's abilities very well. Um, and I also liked that uh, during those fight scenes, it was like surprisingly gruesome. Like, I don't know. There were some scenes where I was like, damn, the like, one that's- when he when he got the armor for the first time and okay. he was like and it was like putting him. Oh, and, yes, yeah, yes. And it was yes. like going on his back. It was it was hosting to him. Dude, that shit was I was like, what yeah. the fuck kind of horror is this? Kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, one that sticks out to me was when. um. They get in uh, the big bug, the beetle, uh-huh. and they fucking step on that one guy. Okay. It's just like st- Dude, that, dangling him I was, around. I was going to bring that up. I was like, God damn. I was going to bring that up later. But yeah. Okay. So this whole movie, I was like, he kept saying like, we're not killers. We're not killers. I was yeah. like, Rudy doesn't have a fucking problem with it. He just <laughs> yeah. fucking stopped on this guy. Yeah. Again, tying into, you know, what's great about this movie too is like his family ended up helping out a lot, uh-huh. you know, during these uh, uh, combat missions. But let, yeah, what? let's get into what we didn't like. Okay, okay. Obviously, what I didn't like is the antagonist in this movie. Yeah. Which, I mean, the antagonist is played by actress that's been in the game for a long time with yeah, she, uh, Susan Sarandon. Uh-huh. Susan Sarandon. Um, she's been in a shit ton of movies. Uh, so she's a great actress. But yeah, I just, I wasn't feeling it. I don't know. There was just no... There was no good motivation. No. I, it was like her motivation was, it was literally... Weak. It was just power. Yeah. Like, that's so dumb to me. Like, um, have a stronger purpose than that. Like, have a a vengeance or something. It, it like, was just very typical. Yeah, I'm very a, you know, evil corporate white lady. Like, yeah, that was literally <laughs> it. And there, yeah, there was just no connection there. Like, there's no reason to connect with her at all, no. or even 
more so the reason to hate her. Like, yeah, a villain, a, a great villain gives us reason to also like maybe kind of see their way. Uh-huh. But also at the same time, there wasn't really a reason to like fucking hate her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I think honestly, I thought it could have been a lot better if they fleshed out the relationship between her and Carapax more facts. because I was like kind of confused at their relationship yeah. in the beginning. She was like, she's like, I'm trying to put you back together. And I was right. like, okay, like, are y'all together? Right. Is, does he owe you a debt? Like and what? they only very briefly explain it at in the, the flashbacks very at the end. very end. The yeah. Very end. I was like, it just like made no sense. I'm like, yeah. why is he taking orders from her? Like, what does he right. owe her? Cause I know this dude isn't just doing this for money or whatever that he, that she's paying him. Right. Like it just, I don't know. That relationship didn't make sense. And he ended up being like the main physical threat. Mm-hmm. So it would have been nice to know why exactly our hero is fighting this guy yeah. and why his opposer was so dedicated to killing Blue Beetle. Yeah. yeah. It didn't really yeah. make it didn't really make sense. No, no, it and didn't. then all of a sudden, like they have that little flashback moment and then now he's not trying to kill him. Yeah. Like and like it just happened so quickly. It, it was too quick and um you know, when they were going through his memories or whatever, um it get, it kind of like gave you reason to believe that his memory they wiped his memories somehow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he didn't yeah. re- he didn't remember all the wrong th- that Vicky had done to him and then once he finally remembered then he turned on Vicky yeah and that's how that ended but I don't know that that part was just like very yeah they could have been fleshed out more yeah another thing that I didn't like was probably the first act of the movie and I I enjoyed the second and third act um but the first act just felt like. Things were happening very quickly, which, you know, it's an origin story. So things kind of got to get going. Yeah. But at the same time, it almost felt like like plot armor, like things were just happening way too smoothly. Like when um, when Jaime said uh, he needed to go find um, Jenny Cord. Yeah. And he was going back to downtown and going to the Cord Tower. Yeah. And uh, he just pulls up in the truck and. What do you know? She's walking out of the building. Boom. Hops in the truck. Like it was just all happening so quickly. Oh, and it's like, like, oh, like when she was sneaking around yes. trying to escape and he like pulled up right pulled next up to her. Right yeah. next no, to her. They, it seemed like there were a lot of coincidences. Yes. And also, uh, George, uh, George Lopez, R- Rudy just happened to be building, uh, like that magnetic device or whatever right, that right. could, that EMP thing that messed right, with right. all their cameras. Like what? And before that, when, um, he first goes to Cord Towers to get a new job and like just, Two seconds later, she's just running into him, giving him this box with the scarab saying, yeah. Pretend. Like it was just all too coincidental. Yeah. Too coincidental. And if she wasn't under suspicion at that point, because the guards like listened to her when she yeah. said, like, go yeah. check that area right. over there or whatever. Right. I'm like, you you literally could have held onto that box, said, go check the area, and then walked mm-hmm. out yourself. Just way too coincidental. It was just happening way too smoothly. Yeah. Um, um, there, so there was just like some, you know, plot armor and continuity errors yeah. that I noticed throughout this movie. Um, like one that, one that I noticed immediately. So you remember how she stole, um, it, okay. So I'm calling him Dr. Sanchez. Cause that's literally what he's credited as in the yes. end credits, even yeah. though that's not his actual name. You remember? Oh, cause he says, yeah, it's he not, said, that's not my name. It's yeah, not yeah, Sanchez. Yeah. And then he like finally corrects her at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, but so when Dr. Sanchez got hit, when she stole his key card to get into the room uh-huh. um, and took the scarab, he comes back into the room and notices that the scarab is missing. Mm. He didn't have his key card. It's locked. He wouldn't have been it. able to get in. Right. He would have noticed the key, card, the key was missing card was missing before he noticed the scarab was missing. Good pickup. Yeah. 
So <laughs> that bugged me. And another thing that pissed me off again with Dr. Sanchez, he locked. So this is towards the end of the movie. Yes. He locked I, himself in the room yes. and like was telling him to run or yeah. go or whatever. Yeah. And gets murked. Yeah. And and, fucking and Jaime it, made that sacrifice so pointless because yeah. he stood there yeah. watching him get murdered through the window. And, and two seconds later, uh, Carapax just blasted. He the door. got a five second head start. Yeah. because of this sacrifice. I know. I didn't. Like and that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, you could have lived. Both of you could have just lived. Mm-hmm. But instead, you got yeah, killed for no did reason. He just run out and shut the door behind him. Well, I mean, I guess oh, it was like the key lock, code on the inside. On the inside, but it's like. But that. either way. Uh, like I mean, why? Like honestly, at that point, why? Well, no, Blue Beetle suit wasn't working yet. It wasn't it was, working it was still yet. But powering up. Yeah, I was super. Honestly, I was more pissed at Jaime because I was like, "Bro, fucking run! He is sacrificing his life, and <laughs> yeah. you are totally wasting it." Yeah. So I was more pissed at. I remember that. <laughs> I was more pissed at him in that scene. Um, I mean, I got like a list of nitpicky shit. If you want me to just go through it, go ahead. All right. Yeah, I already said this, but uh, yeah, Rudy killing that guy by stepping on him like the whole time, you know. Jaime was trying to say like I'm not a killer I'm not a killer but then Rudy just fucking kills that guy out of nowhere I was like (laughs) I would think them being in the same family they'd have like the same family values of like not murdering people but clearly Rudy didn't care we stepped the fuck on that (laughs) I know and he like kept walking around with Mm -hmm. him oh and um what was wrong with the OMAC that the dude was already wearing wasn't you mean for like soldiers? Yes. Like what the actual plan was? Yeah. I don't I don't know. Bro, that, like, that could actually work. That thing was like effective. Yeah, it was. And clearly gave him a run for his money. Right. And it was a piece of armor that he could literally just be like, boom, go. Yeah. And it was like, I'm so like, what's, there was, there was nothing wrong with that armor. Like, yeah. yes, the one in the end was obviously more powerful and everything. Uh-huh. But you're telling me she couldn't have started like her army or whatever oh, her gosh. master plan was with the OMAC that she already developed? Could have made billions off of that. Yeah, she could have. I think that was very impressive technology that she could have done whatever she wanted That's to do. That's why I'm saying I, I wish in the movie there was just more of a backstory of like, we know the scarab is important, but like, give us more of a reason why it's important. We know it's some alien technology and, it, mm-hmm. and it's from a different planet, but yeah, you know, also like, why did it choose Jaime? Obviously, we know Jaime is an honorable character. That's a reason why there's a fucking movie about blue beetle out now, but it's like, it didn't show us like why it's hosting to Jaime. But yeah. And I think a really good way that they could have high, that they could have gave us more answers about like, why was Jaime so special right. and whatnot? Um, the, uh, the sentient, the, the scarab itself, that's like sentient. Yeah. Like he can have like full on conversations yeah. with it. Right. Why didn't we get more answers out of that? Because the scarab itself would have known. And oh, it could have yeah. said, like, I, like Jaime, I chose you because right. da-da-da-da-da, or something like that. But instead, it seemed would that like... Would have been too cliche, though? Or? Maybe, but, I mean, it seemed like they were kind of, like, using his dad, like, after he passed mm-hmm. as, like, more of, like... This a reasoning? Is, yeah, like, this is, yeah. this is why you were chosen, right. or, like, this is your purpose, like, that kind of thing. So, yeah. I don't know, but... I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to get like an answer of why it was right. anime so special. Uh, what did you think of Cholo Maridueña as Blue Beetle? I thought he was good. He was good. I thought it was a good casting. Do you watch Cobra Kai? No. Okay. He's in Cobra Kai. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is why our friend Berta was really excited. <laughs> yeah. Because he loves Cobra Kai. Uh, what about Bruna Marquezine? 
Jenny Cord. I mean, to be honest, like she was fine. Like I liked her too. Yeah. Like I didn't really, I didn't really have a problem with anybody in this cast. But to be honest, it's not like I'm super familiar with Blue Beetle comics and like what these yeah. characters are supposed to be like. But you know, from what I saw, it was fine. Apparently, she's a huge uh, star slash actress in Brazil. I, no obviously, idea. we wouldn't know that. Yeah, but no yeah, yeah, no. She, she's a big star over there, and uh, she has like 45 million followers on Instagram. Jesus. Yeah, like she's that's known. like yeah up there. Yeah, Come, was, damn. Uh, but that does remind me of another scene that I do not like. What I was going back earlier, which is like too many coincidences and stuff. Um, so when they have uh that first job with uh Jaime and his sister, yeah, and Jenny Cord is talking with her aunt outside of the bathroom, and he fucking interrupts and is like, "Hey, she said don't touch it." Like, yeah. well, what the fuck? Nah, bro. That's not happening. Nah. You're just going to interrupt like that. You don't know who the fuck no. any of these people are. You're in this fucking $30 million home on the water. No. Like, that's not happening. Not, no. No. You. No. No. You Nobody's, also did not hear enough of the conversation no, to do that. Nobody's stepping up like that. No. Nobody. You had no, like, right to insert yourself mm-hmm. in that conversation. No. But so that's just another like no, little there, thing. Yeah, there's so like, many. Right, there's on. so many like co- there's so many like coincidences that like had to happen for this yeah. story to move yes, forward. Yes. It just it yes. just all seemed way too convenient. Yes, it did. I think that's a good way to put this movie. Is that it was very fun, great family movie, uh, poor antagonist, and just too convenient. And some yeah, like those being like the lazy writing moments. Right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because yeah. yeah, like we were saying, there's just too many coincidences or, or moments that's just like, like okay, there it that makes happen it, too it, easily. That happened too easily. It makes you like realize that okay, this being a superhero film, obviously this isn't reality, but those moments just <laughs> make it feel like even less of a reality right. because it it just kind of takes you out of it. Right. Like you can't really buy into the story because the story seems so fictional in that sense. Um, you get what I'm saying? Formulated. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So I also, and my last nitpick with this was, uh, the, yeah, the like predictable lines and scenes. Mm -hmm. Like it was just so predictable. Like the dude, when they were at her, um, her childhood home and they were about to kiss, I, I knew it. Like I literally, (laughs) I knew George Lopez was busting in (laughs) before their lips touched. I knew it was going to happen. Before their lips touched. Well, I mean, it's, it always happens. It always happens. They have an emotional moment. They get close. They're about to kiss, but we're in the middle of the movie. We're not at the end yet. He doesn't get the girl yet. They can't, they can't kiss yet. Bro, did you notice this part? What? He fucking had wood after that moment. Oh yeah. I know. He like covered his waistbanded his shit. I saw that. I didn't see that. I as, saw he like covered oh it with his top God, bro. shirt. Yeah, as a guy, I was like, "Oh, I know exactly what the fuck he just did." Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That's a realistic moment. Was, yeah, it was. But do, do you think that was intentional? You, what, like improvised? You think that was improvised? I don't know. What if he actually fucking bro? What if it? he actually got? Because <laughs> I mean, she's fine. I would yeah. too. It's a good question for the director <laughs> or Sholo. Be like. Yeah, that wasn't scripted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, as a guy, I was like, I know what that motherfucker just did. No, nah, I didn't notice that. That shit was funny. Mm-hmm. That house kind of remind uh, is another reason why it reminded me of like Miami. Yeah, yeah. looked like a drug lord's former house. It did. <laughs> it did. I mean, I think, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna be like, to be honest, that's about all I got on Blue Beetle. You know, it's kind of it's a 
Fun watch. It is. Um, I I I liked it more than I thought I would. I will yeah. say that. No, I like I said earlier, one of the better DC projects. Yeah. But um, you know, lazy writing moments, a right. uh, little bit of cheesy lines, predict- predictable scenes. Yeah. Um, just like a classic superhero film, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking kind of like a good way to put Blue Beetle if you're more of a Marvel fan and you're not familiar with Blue Beetle. I don't know. You tell me if I'm over-exaggerating, but I feel like Blue Beetle kind of feels like DC's Spider-Man in a way. You know, he, he's a high school kid dealing with high school problems. He's not a high school kid. He is. Well, okay. In the comics, he is. Okay. My bad. In the <laughs> comics, he is. Yeah. Okay, he he's out of in college. This, he's, he's not. He, he just graduated. Like a, he college. just graduated with you're a bachelor's. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I'm saying, like, also in the comics, he is a high school kid when yeah. this does happen to him. He's a Teen Titan. Yes, he is a Teen Titan. Yeah, glad you brought that up. And uh, and yeah, he's dealing with like those teen problems and family, you know, family problems as well. So I feel like in a way, he's kind of like DC's Spider Man, you know? All right. Or something like you know, this freak accident happens to him. Yeah. As a high school kid. Yeah. So. That could be a good way to look at it, too, if you're not a huge DC fan, you're more of a Marvel guy, and you want to, you know, try to experience a new character. Um, but yeah, he is, he is a Teen Titan. Mm. Do you have, think- you, have you seen the animated movies with him as in the Teen Titans? <sighs> and he's like, tra- and he's like, it's it's him. Um, Starfire is like a leadership role. She's like older than all the Teen Titans, yeah. but these, she's there she's like training too. everybody. Okay. Um, is she a teen? No. Okay. You can say that. <laughs> um but, I did see some clips of that. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's, the star. And it's her and it's her and Dick Grayson. And she's like taller than him and it's kind of funny. And they're like, I a was couple. like, I was like, that's not the Starfire I remember. Oh my gosh. But um and it's it's so funny because they actually make like so many sexual jokes in those movies. Really? Yeah, like like uh I think uh Starfire said something about stamina. Or, or something like yeah. that, and then, um, but then she talked about how Dick is quite sufficient in, and then he was like, "Kari, like, stop talking!" <laughs> like she was about to, because she doesn't understand social norms and uh-huh. what's okay to talk about. She's about <laughs> to start talking about their sex life. <laughs> Not to mention his name is Dick, so that kind of makes it funnier. Yeah, it does. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's her in a leadership role. Okay. Thanks for taking me off track. But, yeah. um, Raven, Beast Boy, mm-hmm. um, Blue Beetle, obviously, yeah. um. Robin is Damien, Damien Wayne. Yeah. Um, is that it? Am I missing somebody? I think that's it. No cyborg. No. Okay. No. So if I remember correctly, so yeah, it's, he kind of takes like cyborg's spot right. kind of cause he's, yeah. you know, the technology guy. Yeah. So, and, and there's a few things that change in the comics as well. So like in the very first, uh, edition, um, he was the third blue beetle. The second blue beetle is Ted Korg. The first one, I forget. It was like Garrett something. I don't know. Something. Yeah. It was a Garrett. Yeah, it yeah. was a Garrett. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then there was a, uh, new issue in like 2011 or something. And they kind of retconned and it was, uh, you know, Ted Korg didn't exist in that universe. Um, I think that was like the new 50, new 52 reboot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was the point of this conversation? I don't know. I don't know what the point was. I'm just kind of giving in a little history on Blue Beetle. Oh, no. I know where I was leading yeah, to. Yeah, you were going somewhere. I was going to because we were talking about Teen Titan. I wanted to ask you if you think if we're ever going to get Teen Titans on the on the big screen. Like, I know we have the TV show. Mm. Obviously, we have all the animated movies and everything and animated shows. But are we ever going to get a Teen Titans on the big screen? I mean, I would hope so, but it wouldn't really be a Teen Titans now, would it? Because he's 22. I'm not saying Blue Beetle has to be in it. All right, but I mean, 
it would make sense right. if they're going to put him on live action. And that's like, or one, they just call that's it, like one of the biggest groups that he's affiliated yeah. with. Or they just call it Titans. I don't feel that. Nah, bro. Gotta be Teen Titans. Yeah, make it Teen Titans. Titans. But, you know, having a teen cast for anything gets yeah. difficult. It's hard. It gets difficult. Oh, man. Raven, Starfire, Cyborg. Well, we got Cyborg. Hate our Cyborg. Well, he doesn't exist anymore, right? You don't like our Cyborg? In the DCU? Yeah. No. You didn't like him? No. No? I didn't. I mean, the actor was fine, but yeah. the design for his suit? Oh, okay. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> you like it? It's awful. Huh. Like, dude, whenever I picture Cyborg, I imagine some big, big ass dude. Like, some big, tech, teched out motherfucker. And why is he so scrawny? Why is he so scrawny? Like, dude, do you remember when he was fighting Superman and he had like his little extension arms that came out and mm-hmm. like attacked him? Mm-hmm. I saw that and I was like, I- I'm like, that is so laughable. You think that's going to do anything? <laughs> like, dude, they looked like the, the, the width of a twig. <laughs> it was, I've, I have never liked the design for Cyborg in the DCU. However, I will say the design for Blue Beetle. I loved his costume design. I thought it looked awesome. And it looked like he was wearing like a real suit a lot of the times. Like it it wasn't all CGI, which I think was a major contributor to that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, overall effects in general were solid. Yeah. I had no issues with the effects, practical uh, VFX, like didn't have a problem, especially on the budget that was on Mm -hmm. 104 million is not that much when you compare it to other DC superhero movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they did a good job. If I had to give you a rundown of the superhero movies this year, want to give me a ranking of them? So, we just recently got Blue Beetle, All right. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Guardians 3, The Flash, Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. Am I missing one? I didn't see that. Or wait, yeah, yeah you did. did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, that says something. It's been a minute. Uh-huh. Well, honestly, I remembered liking it. I I like that. No, I like that movie. Yeah, but it did, was a it was a while ago. Did we get one in January? No, I think that's it. Right? I think so. Obviously, I didn't even remember Shazam too. So did we get a Marvel? I'm not a reliable no. source. All right. So, where does Blue Beetle place among those others I just listed? Um, obviously, first place. Going to Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. Two, obviously, Guardians 3. Yes. Um, Number three, to be honest, I kind of want to put Blue Beetle at third. Yeah. I'll do Blue Beetle at third. Um, Fourth, I'll go Shazam too, bro. Really? Now, like, I, like okay. now that I'm racking my brain again, uh-huh. I remembered liking it, and the CGI was good in that too. And uh, Better CGI than The Flash? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, bro. Flash was just a shit show. I don't know. Damn. Okay. But yeah, not that I hated the flash. Like it was okay. Yeah. But no, there's a lot of people that fucking hate it. Yeah. I didn't, didn't I didn't hate it, but definitely the least impressive project of this year. Oh my God. We forgot one. What? I knew we were forgetting one. What? Ant-Man. Oh. Ant-Man quantum mania. Um, all right. Which that works that, actually because Yeah, that'll be last place. That's going last. Yeah, that can be last. Okay. That damn. Yeah. That's bad. That's how forgettable that movie was. Yep. I forgot all about that fucking movie. All right. 
Shit. But yeah, that can be last place. That's okay. Fine. So for you, you got Cross the Spider-Verse 1, Guardians 3-2, Blue Beetle 3. I can agree. Uh, the Shazam, Shazam 2, 4, Fla- Flash uh, 5, and... Quantumania 6. Quantumania 6. All right. Well, that's pretty much going to do it for this review of Blue Beetle. Overall, a solid movie. Um, just get to the theaters and see it, people, because, you know, I, you don't want the DCU to fucking fail before it even starts. You don't want the DCU to crumble before it starts. You know what? Maybe those execs need to get fucking humbled. How about that? Because oh, they've been getting humbled. That's why they're in fucking losing money and <sighs> getting dog shit reviews on their other movies and... Disney needs to get humbled too. Both WB and Disney are getting fucking humbled. It really makes me wonder what's going on. Like, I'm very curious. Like, who is the top decision maker? At the head who, of the table. Who's who's the who top is dog? approving this shit? Like, what shit? All of it. The fucking the fucking live actions for Disney. <clears throat> Come up with something original, because obviously the live actions of your old shit is not working. Um. Last one that worked was The Lion King. Yeah. I I actually enjoyed that. You did. I made a shit ton of money too. So Yeah. That was a win for him. Not to mention too, it's saturated. It is so saturated with the TV shows, the the MCU shows, uh even the Star Wars shows. Like Yeah. We were happy. I'm not going to lie. I was fucking happy with it at first. I think you were too. I was like, oh shit, we're going to get this much Marvel, this many Marvel projects, this many Star Wars projects, live action Star Wars shows. Oh shit, I'm about it. We now know that uh, quality over quantity is not the way to go. Uh, yeah, and you could still have quantity, but dude, you got to have that quality. It seems like, it seems for the quantity that we're getting, it's sacrificing all the quality. It's, yeah, it is sacrificing because you're Fucking bro, they pushing. for dude, they were pumping them out so fast. Yeah. I remember, dude, I remember a time where like we, I couldn't keep up with shit. No. Like once WandaVision came out, yeah. it was just boom, 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 boom. boom, 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 boom. boom. I was like, mother you know fucker, what? hold off. <laughs> I saw a crazy tweet the other day and, uh, and it said, you know what's crazy? We've gotten 18 projects in the MCU since we've seen Captain America last. Anthony Mackie's Captain America. Yeah. We've gotten 18 projects since then. That's insane to 18. me. 18. That's insane. Right? And I mean, obviously, it gives us a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, look what we're doing. But I love talking about other movies, too. Don't get me wrong. You, you were the one that got me into all this geek shit. Yes, I was. I was more of, the, you know, the You're indie welcome. film. <laughs> I was more of like the indie film or, you know, knowing my directors and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, horror movie shit. Bro, I think it all Ooh. started with fucking Avatar. I showed you Avatar, yeah. and you liked Avatar. Avatar was really good, obviously. Man, I can't wait to fucking just pump out horror movie shit. I'm so excited. I know you are. I'm so excited. Uh, Alright, so that's gonna yeah. do it for Blue Beetle. Get your ass to the theaters. Don't, you know, these people work hard on these movies, you know? There's a lot of sh- fucking work that goes into it, so... Go to the theaters, man. I know it gets expensive these days. Go get a Regal Pass. Go get an AMC Pass. $20 a month. Go see a movie once a day. (laughs) It'll be worth it. But anyways, thanks again for sticking around. If you made it this far, make sure to give us a rating and review on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Amazon, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Always great to see uh, your reviews. Make sure to give us a follow on our social media accounts. Garrett has finally made a letterbox account 
So make sure you go follow it. I only uh I only made I only reviewed two movies. So yeah, I, I know I, you need to start. I gotta get on it. <laughs> put up a Blue Beetle review. I'll put up a because you need to start review. pumping out the reviews. So I'm getting like a lot of random followers though. So it's because I put your link in the bio. Oh yeah, thanks guys. <laughs> his letterbox link. His letterbox link is in our bio now. So give it a follow. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Basically, force him to make one. <laughs> but yes, as always, with me, my co-host Garrett. He's yawning right now. <laughs> oh, you still had to say more of your outro. Oh, yeah, that's right. I always forget how to do our outro. Yeah, I know you do. All right. As always with me, my co-host, Garrett. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Blake Stakes. See you guys.